Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Wednesday Night Prayer Meeting, a podcast about the history of jazz told from the perspective of someone who's been piecing it together one record at a time over the course of 20-odd years digging through record bins. From Hermosa Beach, California, I'm your host, Frank, and that was Sunset from the album Inception, the first album by McCoy Tyner as a leader, with Tyner playing piano, Art Davis on bass, and Elvin Jones on drums. This week's episode is about the music of McCoy Tyner, the brilliant pianist best known for his time in John Coltrane's quartet. McCoy Tyner was born in Philadelphia in 1938 and has the distinction of being the sole living member of Coltrane's group. Tyner's approach to playing the piano developed as a perfect complement to Train's style of playing, with Tyner exploring endless permutations of dense chord voicings and really fleshing out the various harmonic possibilities on the piano in the post-bebop, polyrhythmic, modal, coom, free jazz style that Coltrane's group pioneered. This was an especially exciting episode for me to put together, since it had been a while for me since I had really closely listened to a lot of the music that Tyner contributed to piano with an ear to specifically what Tyner was doing, and the close listening was rewarded, so I hope you all enjoy as I present to you some of the finest moments on record. This first set of songs is made up from some tracks that Tyner performed as a sideman in various groups, starting with a cut from his first appearance on record as a member of Art Farmer and Benny Golson's Jazz Tet, and I'd like to call your attention to the fluidity with which he voices the opening chords because it's a really brilliant 20 seconds of music. There's a certain open shapelessness that he voices the chords with, sounding the most basic form of the song structure in a way that would, over the course of his career, develop into rumbling vamps that made his playing on Coltrane's modal work so compelling. This is Mock Snakes. Enjoy. Thank you. 
That was Una Muy Bonita, a, an Ornette Coleman composition, given a great hard bop treatment from the album Stick Up by Bobby Hutcherson, with Hutcherson on vibes, Joe Henderson on tenor, McCoy Tyner on piano, Herbie Lewis on bass, and Billy Higgins, who was one of Coleman's early sidemen, on drums. Before that was Oriental Flower, a song that Tyner composed from the album Illumination by the Elvin Jones Jimmy Garrison sextet, with Sonny Simmons on English horn. Prince Lasha on clarinet, Charles Davis on baritone, and the Great Coltrane rhythm section of McCoy Tyner, Jimmy Garrison, and Elvin Jones on piano, bass, and drums, respectively. And starting that set off was Mox Mix from the album Meet the Jazz Tet by Art Farmer and Benny Golson, with Farmer on trumpet, Golson on tenor, Curtis Fuller on trombone, McCoy Tyner on piano, Addison Farmer on bass, and Lex Humphreys on drums. After a brief, brief six months in the jazz tech, Coltrane enlisted Tyner to his group and profoundly changed the direction that his music would develop in, as I will explore later in the episode. In order to give Tyner his due credit as a musical voice, I'd like to first play some songs from his albums as a leader, starting with a ballad, All of My Yesterdays. It's one of Tyner's own compositions and among my favorite from his early solo records. The theme is a plain and elegantly simple shifting and swelling two-note interval that sets the tone for the restrained, precise body of the tune, which is mostly unaccompanied piano and bass. This is All My Yesterdays. Enjoy.
That was The Search for Peace from the album The Real McCoy with Joe Henderson on tenor, McCoy Tyner on piano, Ron Carter on bass, and Elvin Jones on drums. Before that was Reaching Forth from the album of the same name by McCoy Tyner with Tyner on piano, Henry Grimes on bass, and Roy Haynes on drums. And starting that set off was All My Yesterdays from the album Tender Moments with an impressively large band made up of Tyner at piano, Lee Morgan on trumpet, Julian Priester on trombone, Bob Northern on French horn, Howard Johnson on tuba, James Spaulding on alto, Eric Dolphy disciple Benny Maupin on tenor, Herbie Lewis on bass, and Joe Chambers on drums. As I said earlier in the program, much of Tyner's fame comes from his time in Coltrane's quartet. I did an episode about the quartet a few months back that has a lot of my favorite cuts the group made together, and for a more in-depth treatment of the group's work, I'd recommend you give that episode a listen. 
This next couple of songs will delve a little further into the work that Coltrane and Tyner did together, starting with one of Coltrane's best-known compositions in a version recorded live at the Village Vanguard, featuring solos by Eric Dolphy on bass clarinet and McCoy Tyner on piano. This is Naima. Enjoy.
That was My Favorite Things, performed as a solo piano piece from the album Echoes of a Friend by McCoy Tyner. I was reflecting on the various performances that I've heard of My Favorite Things that feature Tyner, and it occurred to me that given the fact that it was a staple in Coltrane's career for years, and that the group would stretch it out to sometimes 15, sometimes 20 or 30 minute renditions, and Tyner would solo for about a quarter to a third of that time, Tyner had probably played dozens if not hundreds of hours of solos over that song structure. And the way that he performs it solo there on a record commemorating his fallen leader reflects those hours of preparations and the masterful way that he departs from recognizability into plumbing the depths of the components of the song. It's a really awe-inspiring performance of the song and I'd encourage you to track down some of the versions that Coltrane's quartet recorded. Before that was Naima from the complete Live at the Village Vanguard 1961 sessions with Coltrane on tenor, Eric Dolphy on bass clarinet, Reggie Workman on bass, McCoy Tyner on piano, and Elvin Jones on drums. The Village Vanguard performances caused a deep schism in jazz criticism over Coltrane's contribution to the genre, with some critics going so far as to call the music anti-jazz. But to contemporary ears with the benefit of hindsight and open mind, the label seems patently unjustified. As always, thank you very much for listening. If you'd like to make any requests or have any questions or comments, call the show's voicemail at 424-704-1666 and leave a message or email wnpmpod at gmail.com. The long piece for tonight is from one of the small handful of large band sessions that John Coltrane led in a studio, a song called Africa. The horn arrangements for the piece were written by Eric Dolphy, who based them on the unusual chord voicings that Tyner brought to the composition's sparse motif. The group playing on it is made up of Coltrane on tenor, Booker Little on trumpet, Julius Watkins, Bob Northern, Donald Corrado, and Robert Swisselm on French horns, Britt Woodman on trombone, Carl Bowman on euphonium, which is something like a small tuba, Bill Barber on tuba, Pat Patrick, best known as a sax player in Sunrise Orchestra on baritone sax, Eric Dolphy on alto, McCoy Tyner on piano, Reggie Workman and Art Davis on basses, and Elvin Jones on drums. This is Africa. Enjoy. Enjoy.